This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Today's episode is brought to you by Fox and Stallion. Fox and Stallion is a Victorian mystery comedy fiction podcast about the best detective team on Baker Street. No, not that one. Season 2 will be airing in 2024 and is currently crowdfunding through May 1st. They have stickers, personalized in-universe thank you letters with wax seal, calligraphy, and all of it, and even a tier where they solve a mystery that you send them. Uh, They do want me to note Fox and Stallion cannot guarantee the solving of any mysteries, but they will try their absolute hardest for three to five audio minutes. This show also has everything you could want. Jewel heists, asexual detectives, lavender marriages, and a really old cat. You can find and listen to Fox and Stallion anywhere you listen to podcasts or on their website, 224bbaker.com. That's 224bbaker.com. This episode of Our Fair City is brought to you by Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from Our Fair City's glorious history. So listen... And remember, heart life, all the life you'll ever need. It is said, dear listeners, that somewhere everyone has a double. This is, of course, patently untrue. After all, no two policy numbers are alike. There has never been a 734990991 before, and there never will be again. You can always breathe easy in the comforting knowledge that in the eyes of heart life, we each have a unique numerical value of our own. Young Andrew Snitch, however, cannot breathe easy. He cannot breathe at all, for currently his body is inhabited by a cerebral thief of dubious intent. His only hope to ever feeling like himself again is a cadre of unlikely companions. The intrepid Captain Cassandra Wilkins, the rogue corporate scientist Dr. Emily Caligari, and the mole people heretics Sandy and Lomi, who even now venture through the concourse in search of Andrew Snidge's hijacked body. All right, spread out. Remember, he doesn't know that we're onto him, so if you spot him, act normal. And whatever you do, don't. There he is! Uh oh, sounds like I've been rumbled. Do that. Damn it, Wilkins. You're going to get yourself killed. Miss Tessie! Uh, Help! We're coming! Be careful. Don't worry, Miss Cassie. We'll have you out of that bloody great hole in two shakes. Grab her ends. What happened? 
The ground just gave out underneath me. Onto a pit of sharpened spikes. I was trying to tell you, Snidge has been coming to the concourse for days, setting up ant traps. There's no telling what this body snatcher has hidden down here. Benedict, my dear doctor. The name is Benedict, and I really must thank you. I've spent so many cycles with the great wooden stick, dreaming up the most elaborate plots, schemes, snares, and traps, and without your monumental blunder, I would not possess the opposable thumbs with which to employ them. Happy to oblige. If he's patched into the intercom, it means he's at the elevators. If we skirt around the hole's edge, we can take him there. There really is no need for this. I'm perfectly amenable to finding a solution that benefits everyone. Why don't we call a truce and talk about this? You get out of Andrew's body right now! I understand. You're upset. Perhaps if you had some time to cool off. Miss Cassie, look out! Sandy! No! Sandy? She's fine. Fine? She's bloody well not fine. She's a blooming morsicle is what she is. Those were cryogenic jets, adapted from Dr. Morrow's technology, meant to capture specimens for me. So, she's alive? It'll take a few days for her to thaw, but yes, she's alive. Let's move. We, we can't just leave her here. Who's going to carry her? You or the one-armed mole? Don't worry, Sandy. Clay and I will come back later to melt you. Still coming. Look, I am willing to concede that I am partially to blame for this situation. What with my brilliant subterfuge, however, there's no need to overreact. After all, Dr. West's name could build you a new body for your little friend. A better body. I'm sure he'd even let you choose the face, Cassie. If that body is so bad, why don't we build a new one for you? Ha! I think not! The second you've got me out of this head, I'd be thrown back in the tank, and I absolutely refuse to go back. Do you hear me, Doctor? I refuse! Down, both of you. on fire. Then put it out. (laughs) Gently. Put it out. Gently. We've lost the lights. Don't worry, Doctor. I can still see. So we can put our hands on your shoulder and play a game of people mover through a tunnel of death traps? Great. Wait, I've got something. Apologies about the lights. The wiring in this sector is not what it once was, but what can you expect? There is a war on. Here we go. Where did you get a flare? I borrowed Andrew's adventure pack. Hmm. Help me up. You know, this is something what it's like to be in that damn tank. Unable to see. Only able to hear the thoughts of those around you, and any time you think you're making progress, some idiot comes along with a great wooden stick and ruins everything. Are you planning on hitting us with a stick? Not quite. Doctor, not quite. (coughs) What? What is that? (coughs) Poison! (coughs) 
pheromones. They're coming. Run. We aren't going to make it very far like this. Wait a tick. What are you doing? Looking for the support beam. Here it is. You may want to stand back a bit. That's not going to slow them down for long. It will, if I keep reinforcing it. Blow me? Go! Save Mr. Andrew! I may have only one arm, but I wouldn't be much of a mole if I couldn't keep a tunnel collapsed. Come on. This should be the junction coming up, to the left. There he is! Damn, he disabled the console. Doctor, look where his elevator is heading. Old tunnel. He's going after Andrew, isn't he? Help me get the doors open. (laughs) Wrap your arm around the counterweight cable like this. Um, okay. Now hold on. We're going up the hard way. Brace yourself. The ceiling. No. Ah, Doctor. Got you. I thought you said to hold on. My back was on fire, remember? Swing me over to the elevator doors. Is Andrew's blowpipe in his pack? Here it is. If you get a shot, take it. Here we go. Oh, hell. I'll distract it. You get tomorrow's. Are you sure? Would you like to distract it? Going. Hey! Mold! Over here! That's right! Dinner's over by the open elevator shaft! Are you all right? Andrew hit me. Where is he? Stop, intruder. You must not do this. The lab. Careful. He's got a sword. I am sure we can work this out. That's enough out of you. Stop! Ah, 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 my dear. Not another step. Or poor Andrew's brain will feel the sting of both my rapier wit and my rapier proper. Put him down! Why? So you can carve me and replace me with this stuttering, incompetent fool? I've accomplished more in a few days than he has in his entire life. Why should I give that up? It's not your body! Ownership is nine-tenths of the law. Please! I know it doesn't seem like Andrew has done much. I know he seems foolish and clumsy, and that's just on the surface. Beneath that, he's so much more. He... He believes in people. More than anyone else I know. He doesn't judge. He doesn't criticize. He just... trusts. And by doing so, he brings others together. Just look around you. Dr. West, Dr. Caligari, Dr. Morrow, Elizabeth, the moles. Me. None of us would be here in this place working together if not for Andrew. Not even you. So, I'm begging you. Let him keep making all of our lives better. Please, just let him go. 
what what you say rings true. Your words have moved me. I, I'll just set Andrew down right here next to this bottle of hydrochloric acid. And as a sign of my absolute contrition, you may take my sword. Here. Let me give it to you! Andrew! <laughs> Tranquilize me all you want, but there's no longer a brain to put back in this body. Andrew, no, 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 no. I, I can't lose you too. Here, here, I'll mop you up. Ow! Ow! Oh, oh. I'm sorry, Andrew. I am so, so sorry. I am never going to be clean again. Wilkins, where is he? Dr. Caligari, do something. What happened? It's... it's Andrew. He's... Melted. Save him, please. There's nothing I can do with a brain puddle. Then he's... really gone. Maybe. Help me get Andrew's body up on the operating table. What does it matter? We... we lost him. Wilkins, look at me. I don't lose. Now let's get him on the table. (laughs) Tell me it finished before he was disconnected. Scan interrupted. Damn it. How much did we get? Scan interrupted at 89.4% complete. (sighs) It'll have to do. What? What are you doing? The calibrator mapped most of Andrew's brain functions. Neurons, synapses, dead zones, all of it. What good will that do? Remember how I said that who we are can change if the brain is damaged? Yes. Well, I'm about to inflict some snidge-shaped damage to this bastard cerebral cortex. There. Done. Enjoy your brain. But what have you done? Saved him. But his brain... Was gone. I gave him a new one. You can't do that. We're all just parts, Wilkins. You sound like Dr. West. You're distraught. So I'll let that slide. Andrew... The real Andrew is dead. And nothing you do can bring him back. Wake up, Snidge. Did I fall asleep? Andrew? Cassie? Is it... Is it really you? I think so. (laughs) Why wouldn't it be? Let's find out. Snidge, what's my first name? Um, uh, you told me if I ever said it, you would put me in a sonic resonating chamber and vibrate my molecules apart. It's him. Oh, Oh, Andrew! I love you. I, uh, I love you too. Yes, well, this is all very emotional. Wilkins, why don't you help Snidge to his broom cupboard? I've got some work to do getting our moles back. Yes, Doctor, and thank you. 
Oh, hey! Is that a sword, kid? Uh, Andrew? How did you do that? I have no idea. But it was awesome! Hmm. Maybe you should lie back down for a few tests. <clears throat> After you rest, of course. The first thing we're going to do is shave off that mustache. I have a mustache? And so we leave Cassandra Wilkins and Andrew Snidge as they breathe a sigh of relief. Elsewhere in the city, policies lay dead in their homes, ripped apart by the ants, who even now overrun all that we hold dear. But here, for the briefest of moments, all is right once more. And so they make the most of it while they can, for who knows how long it will last, as the story of our fair city continues. Loyal Policies, this is Heartlife Executive Producer Jeffrey Gardner. Thanks so much for listening. We've been really busy over here at Heartlife NFP. We're in the final stages of revising and casting season seven of the audio drama and mounting a brand new live show at the Chicago Fringe Festival. If you're in Chicago, we'd love to meet you. Come on down. We're also busy hanging drywall and baffling at our brand new studio and Dragon Con is coming up. Give us a shout if you'll be around the con. There will be a few of us out there sitting on panels, seeing the sights and all that. If you liked this episode, head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review, or share it with your friends. Word of mouth is the best vehicle we have to find new loyal policies. If you'd like to see Heartlife NFP continue making audio drama far into the future, consider heading over to OurFairCity.com and donating. We really appreciate all of your support. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, we'll see you in the tunnels. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England. Three cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson! Solved! By Sherlock Bloody Holmes of 221 B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now. God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years. The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website, 224BBaker.com. It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.